Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore, and we get together about twice a week to chew on God's Word and share that with you and encourage you. And uh, this week is the second episode that we will be recording without a door in my office. So if you hear any background noise, which I don't anticipate, um, that is why in the future you will have a perfectly crisp listening experience because someday I'll have a door. Uh, this week we have Lou Hines with us. Hello, Lou. Hey, Chris. How are you? I'm so good. Good. I am so good. Um, you have come with us, come to us with a Bible and your cute little Kindle. Mm-hmm. I've got one too. I love them. They're, They're great devices. They're great. Yeah. And what are you chewing on this week? Yeah. So, um, been thinking and reflecting on a conversation that I had with a relative, um, and she's going through some difficult stuff um, because in her family, her mother has just been diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And so we were at a family function and she was, you know, just talking. She just needed to talk and, but just dealing with some difficult stuff. And so I've just been chewing on that conversation, but also in light, I'm reading this book on, well, on spiritual direction, but one of the things it talks about is prayer. And so, you know, in conjunction with this conversation that I have been thinking about this quote that I read and some scripture that I'll share with you, it's all just kind of been percolating in my mind. Mm-hmm. And as a verbal processor, I thought, what a better way to process my <laughs> <Yeah>. thoughts than <laughs> verbally with Chris Moore. And broadcast it <laughs> to, to so, dozens yes, of people. <laughs> dozens, yeah. So we'll, we'll see if this has any coherence. Um, that was my thought. So Yeah, that's great. I would love yeah. to hear the quote in the, the yeah. scripture. So keep in mind, this is in the context of prayer. Uh, the author says this, there is so much fear and agony in us Fear of people, fear of God, and much raw, undefined, free-floating anxiety. I wonder if fear is not our main obstacle to prayer. When we enter into the presence of God and start to sense that huge reservoir of fear in us, we want to run away into the many distractions that our busy world offers us so abundantly. And then he goes on to say, our inclination is to reveal to God only what we feel comfortable in sharing. Mm-hmm. Um which I think is true. Um, we we do have, I know that it, just in my own prayer life, I was like, I immediately resonated with that because sometimes I think, oh, I should only pray what I think God wants me to pray or like the, the um, yeah, the, the A-OK thoughts, you know, um, and it can be a struggle to kind of, to, to be, open and honest. And so, but that reminded me, and he even goes on to talk about it in the book, but it reminded me of Job, um, the book of Job. And you have, if you're not familiar with the story of Job, you have a man who in all cases, righteous, he did all the right things and he ends up losing his, you know, his home, his family, his livelihood, like every, his health, Mm -hmm. like everything is stripped away. Except for his wife. You know, and she was like, she was just curse God and die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, So that wasn't helpful. And then on top of that, you, you know, you have him coming to God in, um, in honesty and, but you have his friends coming to him 
coming to Job and saying, you, you must have done something to deserve this. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a horrible dude, blah, 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 blah. They're just not super helpful. Um, and then, okay, so this, this is me verbally processing. Let's go. To see if you can keep track. I'm on it. Um, it takes a lot of work. Some, so, because <laughs> my train of thoughts are not always linear. Um, and um, so then, but this was causing me to think of my conversation that I had with my relative, because she says that she has some Christian friends and she loves them dearly, but they'll come to her and, and quote some Bible verse, you know, let's say specifically out of Romans eight, God works all things to good, you know, and whatever. And she's just like, that is not helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't help me. I just, it, it's just, it's frustrating. And sometimes I think that we can do that. We want to be helpful, especially in a time of grief and pain. Yeah. Um, And so the way to end up just like quoting scripture verses, but sometimes it's almost like, because we feel uncomfortable and we're trying to make our own selves feel better. It's like, oh, if I can make them feel better, then I can make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. So this then hopefully is coming full circle. So thinking about this whole idea of being honest with God in prayer and dealing with the hard, difficult parts of us, thinking about how her friends are trying to comfort her. I think of, and I think of Job. And I think of God's response to Job in Job 38. So Job 38 and 39, actually, and specifically God's response. And so looking at God's response, both to Job, but then also to his friends. Um, so I'm not going to read all of this because that's two chapters, mm-hmm. um, you know, with 40 verses roughly in each. So I'll just read snippets of it. Yeah. So certainly... The Lord says, Job 38 says, then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. So we've had like 36 chapters or so of, you know, of these conversations between Job and his friends and Job's frustrated. Um, His friends are just, you know, whatever. And then he's, God comes to Job. He says, who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. And I think sometimes for one, God does say, okay, you've been, you've been asking these questions, get ready. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you some answers. Sometimes I think though, that we can then, we can take this attitude of God and, and it almost becomes, um, it can almost make us fearful mm-hmm. to approach God in prayer because it's like, oh man, am I going to get spanked? Because yeah. we, we look at these two verses and then we think, oh man, um, God's going to read Job his rights. And to some degree, he is. Job was yeah. was coming to God and being honest. And and God's like, okay, I'm going to give you, Were you some there? answers. Yeah. Were you there when the earth was created? Yes. You hooked the Leviathan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so he does, he does say those things. Yeah. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know, right? Who stretched a measuring line across it? Um, so he does asking these questions in the sense of, of, man, where were you when the earth was created? Like, mm-hmm. these are things that you're not under, you don't understand, you won't. But then he goes on in verse, well, um, verse 
39 of chapter 38 and then through verse or chapter 39. Okay. So he says this, do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions when they crouch in their dens or lie in wait in a thicket who provides food for the raven when it's young cry out to God and wander about for lack of food? Do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Do you watch when the doe bears her fawn? Do you count the months till they bear? Do you know the time they give birth? Um, And he goes through all these ways that he then provides for creation. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes, what am I getting at? Oftentimes I've viewed this in the sense of like, okay, I want to be honest with God, but I'm fearful Mm -hmm. that God's going to, you know, slap me upside the head. God will be honest. But then when you look at these verses later in Job, you realize um, that God is trying to say, I love you and I will take care of you because what he's saying is when you look at all of the rest of creation and seemingly things that are not as important as man, right? He's providing them. He's providing for the young lions. He's, he's watching when the young goats are born on the mountain and he's saying, and he never gives Job the justification for what happened. But through all of these examples, he's saying that I have loved and cared for creation, and then this should be enough for you. Mm -hmm. Well, where do we see that elsewhere in the New Testament even? Yeah, you see Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, And um, gosh, is that in the, it's in Matthew. Mm -hmm. Um, He says, not even a sparrow falls from the sky without me taking notice of these things. And aren't you worth many sparrows? Right. Yep. And so, I don't know, all of this has just been running around in my head and, you know, speaking to my relative, it was like, I wanted her to understand that even in the midst of this, when, you know, you should be honest with God about these emotions that you feel, you may not be provided an answer, mm-hmm. but you need to know that God loves you. Yeah. Um. And then, but then he speaks to Job's friends and he rebukes them. Mm-hmm. And he says, only if Job, you know, um, forgives your sin. Like, I'll listen to Job yeah. on, on your behalf if mm-hmm. he's your mediator. And so I guess just thinking through, like, how does this apply to us? For one, if you're suffering, if you're going through difficult times, I would encourage you to be honest with God um, and and realize Man, he cares for the whole creation. Mm-hmm. He can certainly care for you. But if you're walking through a difficult time with a friend, I would encourage you, you don't have to make them feel better. If anything, just sit with them in the dark and the pain and just be with them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think of the verse that talks about grieve with those who are grieving. Mm-hmm. I think that there is a time and a place. And I don't think that that people should feel apprehensive about sharing biblical truth. Obviously there's tone, there's timing, there's all kinds of reasons why you don't do that. Um, You just sit quietly and Mm -hmm. you let them cry and you hold onto them and you cry. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that so much of our problem in most, if not every area of our life, but especially in prayer is when we lose sight of who God is where we have an over-actualized uh, understanding of various components of who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, we we either uh, 
we've blown out of proportion his wrath or his justice mm-hmm. or his anger, or we have uh, blown out of proportion what it means to be a child of God. Instead, mm-hmm. we try and kick the throne door open mm-hmm. and say, listen here, God. So I think that there's so much beauty in considering the, sim- the simple ways that God tends to his creation. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, how that illustrates his deep heart for us. Mm-hmm. He never stops being God. We don't pull him down from his throne um, and demand answers from him. And there is a healthy fear of the Lord that mm-hmm. we ought to have. But all of this in the context of how concerned he is mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. little old us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> when we're like, I don't even know if, you know, maybe f- friends are concerned about me or I'm going through a really hard time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone in my family even cares or notices. Yeah. And yet the creator and sustainer of the universe yeah. cares and notices. Yeah. yeah. What a difference that makes. Yeah. So super, super important. Anyways, so that, those were my, those were my thoughts. Yeah. My, hopefully you're able to follow that train of verbal processing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what encouragement would you have for somebody who's, who is feeling um, scared to be honest with the Lord? Like you shared, mm-hmm. like I got to give the, the right Christian answer mm-hmm. or God's going to come after me. Um, yeah. So I would say, you know, I struggle with that. So the things that I do, um, I do force myself um, to be honest. And usually it's immediately followed by Lord, forgive me. <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like God, I believe that you want me to be honest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust that this is mm-hmm. hard. You know, I'm honest, and then, Lord, <laughs> please forgive me. <laughs> please forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, there's that, and then also I've, um, you know, I have seasons where I journal more, journal less, and um, this is one of those seasons where I'm journaling more. Mm-hmm. And man, trying to be honest in there, and um, when I'm honest with that. And I see my thoughts in black and white. I'm like, wow, I am a really horrible person. <laughs> and so even, and I would say too, if you're having a problem with like, man, I just don't feel like I have much sin in my life these days. Well, Uh-oh. I, I, you know, and, and that <laughs> happens from time to time. You think you're doing all right, whatever. Um, but if you pick up the the practice of journaling and just, and just being honest um, with your thoughts, for one, it forces, it, it helps you to, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And then you could be honest in prayer, but you can also lift those things to God in prayer um, um, and and ask for forgiveness and um, all that <laughs> stuff. So that's what I would do. It's um, and maybe just um, start small. Have it be a part of your normal practice, or as you go throughout your day. He also talks about unceasing prayer in the book and how that can be just, um, which is great for verbal processors, but like a verbal train of thought. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that ticker screen that you see on like the bottom of yeah. like the news. Yeah, like, this is my brain. <laughs> Um, so that's what i would do that's what i do yeah that's what i encourage others in yeah it reminds me of um the fact that we don't have a high priest who's who's unaware Mm -hmm. who is disassociated or Mm -hmm. disconnected from the struggles the temptations and the suffering that we experience Mm -hmm. you know god is obviously omniscient he's Mm all-knowing but uh, in his humanity, he experienced these things. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that is, well, I know it's, it's worth acknowledging and noteworthy because mm-hmm. that's the way God decided to come down and remedy mm-hmm. this sin problem. Yeah. So I, I too find great comfort in that aspect of going, okay, 
God, you're not going to be surprised by any of this. And um, in your humanity, you experienced some of the same affliction that I do. And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, you you ever had a conversation with somebody and they're like, you know, their jaw hits the ground. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I have told you something so unrelatable <laughs> and now you hate me. Yeah. That never happens with Jesus though. <laughs> no, no. He's like, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Oh. yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's great. And so, you know, meditating on that truth um, will hopefully encourage people to, to be more honest because mm-hmm. um, that is totally true. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And where else are you going to take it? Right. Where else? And nobody else can solve the problems mm-hmm. and nobody else knows your inner workings, plumb the depths of your heart. Like there's uh there's no greater comfort, even your greatest earthly confidant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you can certainly go to those people and there's times for that, but they can't mm-hmm. solve right. the issue. Yeah. Um, and they don't know the whole story. Like God knows. Yeah. And he says, what can separate me from my love for you? Mm-hmm. You know, we have friends that there's, there's probably things we could do that they'd go at the very least, I can't be close to you anymore. Right. <laughs> you know? Yep. Um, so there's yeah. that risk maybe that's, yeah, that's distinct, but for sure. Anyways. Yeah. Well, hopefully that is an encouragement to everyone because those who are in Christ and call him their Lord and savior um, have that uh, privilege of coming to him in prayer. And, and so this should be something at least relevant to those believers who are listening, but it was certainly an encouragement to me. Thank you, Lou, for coming along and taking me on that (laughs) choo-choo train of thought ride. I liked it. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) All right, listener, we will get you on the next episode. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's Word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week. So please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor, and make disciples.